Hello, and welcome to episode 99 of the Atlanta Man Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rogers, and I'm back once again with my friend, Evan Etheridge. Evan, how are you doing on this Tuesday? Tuesday night, pretty late. Yeah, pretty late it is. Uh, I'm pretty good, man. I'm, I'm a little congested, so if I sound a little stuffy, it is because I was I was sick all last week. The uh, the mucus monster got me. Um, yeah, we're we're here in the in the, in the full thing of uh, full swing of uh, spring. So, but yeah, man, I'm doing yeah. good. How are you doing? I'm well. Um, talking about this just before we started recording, but this is the first Braves only episode in very long time for like nine months or so. So um, strictly Braves, and it'll be Braves from here on out till. Something happens with the Hawks and the Falcons, and that's not anytime soon, it looks like. So, yeah, we can start off. Um, before we talk about the games, though, we should uh, talk about some injury stuff because it was a weird week. A lot of stuff happened. Kyle Wright got hurt. He hurt his shoulder in Miami against the Marlins. Had to leave his start early. He's on the 15-day IL. And uh, that's really, like, that's that was a pretty big deal at the time, but so much more crazy stuff has happened injury-wise of guys coming back and some guys going down. Um, the next big one was... I guess there's a two-part series to the shortstop stuff that's going on. Uh, Braden Shoemake got called up. Um, I don't want to say out of the blue, but I don't think anybody was really expecting it. But uh, Friday afternoon, he gets called up, starts the Friday night game. Um, and then on uh, Sunday, they talk about really out of nowhere, Orlando Arcia just gets activated when they reported that on Friday that he was taking dry swings and was probably uh, like maybe two weeks out still. He comes back two days later. <laughs> And um, I guess we could talk about just like Vaughn Grissom because he does get sent down with Arcia coming up. And um, yeah, he had a the, the day before Schumann gets called up, he struck out four times. And the day before uh, Arcia gets activated, he has a terrible error against the Orioles on Saturday night that cost them a run. So he has not been playing well. And um, I, guess, I don't know if Orlando has been rushed back or what, but what do you think about this whole situation? Because it's kind of kind of crazy what's happened with the shortstop position just in the past five days. Yeah, it, 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 a lot of lot of stuff going on. I mean, um, we'll we'll start with Grissom. Like he he has not been swinging the bat as well. Like you were kind of just accepting his his poor defense. Um, you know, if he's going to bat three hundred and kind of hold his weight offensively, um, but but over the last week or two, it, the bats kind of slowed down a lot. And you, like you said, zero for four with four strikeouts, and then that costly error. That was that was really just the final. Um, the final strike for him. Um, yeah, obviously with Arcia coming back, uh, you have the flexibility to do that and, and, and try shoe make out. Um, you know, I know he, he's only, he, he played his first game. Um, but, but he's really been riding the bench since then. Um, but, but at least with him, you have some defense. Like we knew, um, you know, in spring training that, that Shoemake had a, had a chance to make opening roster and, and um, you know that obviously didn't happen with Arcia getting the job, but the defense is there. Um, he, he he's a little bit more polished than uh, Grissom is, and and honestly, I think Grissom just wasn't ready. Like at the end of the day, uh, I don't think I don't think he was ready, um, and and it kind of showed. Um, he he needs to work on defense. Um, you know whether he needs to find another position, I don't know. Um, you know, but he's he's really young, and, and I think he needs he need, he really needs to work really really hard. Um, you know, at shortstop and, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I got for, for that. Um, 
But like you said, a surprise seeing Arcia come back. Um, yeah. Just, just out of the blue like that. Yeah. And I mean, on Grissom, he um he just needs to go down to the Gwinnett and play. I, I was going to say shortstop every day, but they should probably try him in left field, like just to see. Because yeah. I mean, if he comes back, to, if he wants to have any role with the big league club this year, I just can't imagine it's going to be a shortstop. You know, um, he's going to have to play left field or maybe D. He's got to go down there and hit. And I mean, if, if he hits, they can find a spot for you. But um, yeah, like his numbers are not good. He's down to a 622 OPS. Um, batting average is still not terrible, 277, but he's only slugging 308. He had two extra base hits and 70 plate appearances. So that's uh, not not great. And um, speaking of RC, he just made like a really nice play. We're recording during this Red Sox game where the Braves are smoking him 8-2 to two and RC just made a nice play. So um, yeah, we can talk about him now because this caught me off guard because the Braves on Sunday, they played at 1130 in the morning and um I hadn't got on my phone before the game started because I'd not, like woken up like not too long before the game started on a Sunday morning and I didn't get on Twitter or nothing. So I'm just like kind of raw dog in the game, just like just watching it without I was expecting to need any context. But they literally show the the Braves defense alignment and it says Orlando RC is at shortstop. I'm like, is that a typo? <laughs> like what? And I go on Twitter. And sure enough, I see everybody talking about it. And like I had no idea. like it seemed like he was still at least a week out, um, maybe even two weeks. But yeah, I mean he looks fine. He's he's hitting. He has three hits tonight. He had a double against yeah. the Orioles. Um, he's his defense looks. He looks like the same guy before he got hurt. So, yeah, I guess if he's ready and um, but yeah, it was weird because I think Mark Bowman tweeted on Friday before the Orioles game that he was taking dry swings. He hasn't taken regular batting practice and he's just back. And um, he looks like he hasn't skipped the beat, so that's good. Uh, but um, yeah, just kind of a weird chain of events with the shortstops and. It's good to have some stability there now with Arcia, and he just continues to be great. So, yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, and now we can talk about the big one. I mean, do you have any thoughts on Kyle Wright? It's just kind of like it's uh, – he hasn't looked great when he's pitched. And, um, yeah, it's just get healthy really for him. Like yeah. there's really not, not much to it. It's not, it doesn't seem like anything too serious, which unlike Max Freed, we can talk about that in a second now. But, yeah, you got any thoughts on that before we talk about Max Freed? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think, um, you know, obviously he hasn't, he hasn't looked like last year, Kyle Wright. Um, yeah. You know, he's he's kind of got ahead a little bit. So I, I think, you know, maybe that shoulder has been bothering him and, and maybe it finally got to a point to where, look, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling a hundred percent. I'm not feeling right. Um, you know, well, you know, shoulder sprains, sprains in general can be kind of iffy, um, you know, any, anywhere from two weeks to three months. Um, so hopefully, uh, sooner, sooner rather than later, we get him back and, uh, cause we're getting uh, pretty depleted cause, uh, you're about to, you're about to hit us with the big news right here. Yeah. Um, this was kind of, uh, I won't say snit teased it, but, um, on Sunday after the Orioles game, they're asking why they haven't announced a starter for game two against Boston. And he said that Freed was dealing with some things and everybody just kind of assumed that there's something wrong with him. He was hurt. And sure enough, they put him on the aisle today with a left forearm strain and that is about the the worst like thing you can hear from a pitcher because a lot of times when a forearm strain turns into Tommy John, um, it has been like very thoroughly stated that the Braves don't think he needs Tommy John at all and that he's going to pitch again this season. But it's happened. Um, I remember when Luke Jackson had to get Tommy John last year. It started off with just uh, Luke Jackson's has a forearm strain, and then like four days later he's getting Tommy John. Um, I don't, it looks like, uh, like all the reporters are saying that it doesn't look like he needs Tommy John from the, his MRI. 
So that's a good sign, but still just not what you want to hear at all. Um, Freed's already had Tommy John once when he was a prospect of the Padres. So yeah, it's just uh, everybody kind of assumed something was wrong, but this was like not worst case scenario because obviously worst case is Tommy John, but pretty close because this, and he's going to be out for a while too. So yeah, what do you think about this? Because it's a big hit. Yeah, uh, when Snit came out the other day and, and said that, uh, you know, he's dealing with some things. He, he kept it very, uh, I don't know. He, he really kind of really cryptic, wasn't getting, cryptic, yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't getting into detail or anything. And everybody was just, I was just holding my breath. Uh, and, and today the news dropped, um, you know, it sucks. It really does suck because, I mean, how many injuries do we have? I mean, it's been insane. Um, yeah. And that's, like, like, now we're down two starters. Like the rotation was he- all healthy for what, like two weeks <laughs> and now they're back to, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It you get, just you get really Darno, sucks, you get Darno and Arcia back, and right and Freed fall. Like it's, I never. Yeah. There's never been a Braves team. I don't think I've ever watched that's had this many injuries this early. Yeah. And by the way, this is the best 35 game start that they've ever had, <laughs> and it's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, the you can you can keep going with your uh, Freed thoughts, but yeah, I just, I just had a butt in with the injuries have been crazy. No, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, you you, you get two guys back, you know, that you've been, you know, wishing for, and then you lose, lose your two best, uh, you know, two or your three top. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what right is top three, top four. Uh, yeah. He's hard to rotation. judge so far this year. Um, you know, it just really sucks, but uh, I'm reading a Mark Bowman tweet. Now it says Freed's MRI didn't create any concern about possibility needing a second Tommy John surgery. He will be shut down from throwing until his forearm heals. He will then, have to build back up and basically go through spring training again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no timetable on this um, because as soon as he starts feeling good, he's got to revamp and, and get that strength back up and, and get back in the rhythm. So this could be a while. We may, we may have seen the end of Max Freed, um, not just the season, but in Atlanta, um, you know, scary, right, scary yeah, that's, time. that's worst case. And yeah, th- yeah. If that happens, man, um, that would be brutal for Freed. I mean, he's about to be a free agent and after next season. And yeah, mm-hmm. and if he does, God forbid, if he has to get Tommy John, he's not gonna he might be able to come back at the very end of next year. But yeah. that's like best case. So yeah, I hope that's not the case because the Braves will be in huge trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but you just yeah. said that that's that's kind of crazy because if that is the case, which again, they don't think it is, but it could be. Um and that's weird to think about. That's crazy. So um, mm-hmm. let's hope not. So if he comes back in, it, might, it probably will be a couple months, honestly, but it comes back in a couple months and uh, he can be max freed. Cause uh, yeah, he's like, he's got to make a few rehab starts and mm-hmm. he's got to do a lot and very much baby this thing because it could be bad if um, they don't. So yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that was the big one. Um, like I said, Darno came back today. He's um, did not play in the game today, but uh He's back, so that's good. Trump down the AAA for him. And uh, Michael Harris did have a little bit of a scare in Miami. Looked like he might have hurt his knee really bad, but uh, he ended up being fine. Remind me of what Ron Acuna did his rookie year in Boston where like, he tore his knee to shreds. Oh, and, I, I uh, still don't know how that – nothing was broken there. I, I mean, that yeah. was disgusting. Remember that. Yeah. Sometimes you just hyperextend them, and that's all that happens. Nothing tears or breaks. So he got lucky. He's playing. He had a yep. – he had a pretty big moment this weekend that we'll get into in a second. But, uh, yeah, we can talk about the games now. Um, covered all the Mets games that happened last Monday on last week's episode. Uh, so we can jump right into the Marlins series. And uh, this one's pretty cut and dry. The Braves dominated three games in Miami, sweeping them. 
win game one six to nothing. Elder outduel Santi Alcantara again, which uh, I don't. Braves had two games: Elder <laughs> versus Sandy, and the Braves won both of them. Uh, shout out to Bryce Elder; he's been great. Uh, they won fourteen to six in game two, and uh, six to three in game three. Uh, and we should go and talk about Marcelo Zuna because, geez, he has come alive this past. He's week. back. I don't know if he's back, but uh, he, <laughs> he looks he looks like he looked like twenty twenty Ozuna for uh for this week. Had two homers in uh game two, including a grand slam. Hit another one in game three, and then he hit another one on Saturday uh, against the Orioles. So, yeah, um, this it was it, it was he was really at his uh, breaking point, I think, of how bad he could be because he was really just bottomed out. And I think more people were calling for his head than ever recently and this definitely bought him some more time um i the raiders are going to cut him anytime soon now if they ever even were thinking about it so yeah he was he was great this week um just raking and uh yeah i don't know what the braves are going to do exactly with dh now with darno back and uh now that they've been using eddie there a little bit and then kevin pilar who had a big hit they have they kind of have some options now so uh yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I I do kind of fear though that they're going to put Ozuna in left field. <laughs> so, I think that uh, it's a possibility because Marcelo Ozuna has played left field this season, believe it or not. So, yeah, do you have any thoughts on what they might do? Because kind of kind of got a logjam with the DH and left field spots right now. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. I mean, yeah, you you have some bats coming off the bench that you know can can be clutch like Pilar and get uh-huh. the power with Ozuna. Um, you know, at the end of the day. I think with Grissom not on the field, you can kind of afford to have a zoom out there a little bit now. Like that yeah, kind of helps. One less hole on defense, yeah. Yeah. And he's uh, and he's at a way less important spot defensively too in left field than a shortstop. So mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe there's something to that. So that helps. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I think you gotta keep Ozuna's bat in the lineup. Like keep him hot. Um, you know, maybe he's found something, maybe, you know. Maybe getting back down to Miami uh, sparked a little um, old Azuna back in him. I don't know, um, but yeah, he's he's hitting it, seeing it well. He's having like more quality at bats. Like even even times when he you know gets out, it, yeah. he's still running deep counts and and taking balls and fouling it off. And it just he just looks he just looks like a, a baseball player now. He, he looks like he's in there and and kind of knows what he's doing now, um, which we we did not see that the first month of the season um yeah 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 i mean hilliard has kind of slowed down a little bit so i wouldn't be surprised if they threw ozuna out there uh, especially with darnode coming back like dh is you know it it would be hard to sit darnode or murphy if one of them's not catching um and and they don't want the day off or whatever you know it's so it's going to be it's a good problem to have at the end of the day yeah it is you can never have too many good baseball players and um, I'm, I'm still not sure if Ozuna is back to being a good baseball player. It is one week, but he was awesome. And yeah. I mean, that, that home running hit against the Orioles, I think it was a nine pitch at bat. Like he was fouling pitches off three, two, like it was a legit, yes. like awesome at bat. And he just hadn't, he, like he had shown nothing. So yeah, he's like, just seems more locked in now. I don't know if it was an effort thing or what, but he just seems like he's more alert. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> um, good for him. Um yeah, if he can get going, that'd be very helpful. And he's a—I know he has one. He's a single tonight uh, against the Red Sox. So yeah, he's—I guess he's keeping it going a little bit. Um, but yeah, the Marlins series, man, they just dominated. Um, Three-game sweep. Dylan Dodd ended up having to pitch the final game, and he pitched well. So that's good. He's definitely—he has a role now. Him and um, 
Mike Soroka, I think Soroka's probably going to pitch next week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it went from uh, Soroka having, you know, a feel good start at the home crowd to, yeah, you might have to play a big part on this team. We might yeah. need him to be good. <laughs> yeah. Like he might get thrown to the fire a little bit. And uh, it's good that Dot had a good start because he's definitely, I think he's the fourth guy now mm-hmm. um, for sure. And then I think it's got to be Soroka because. Jared Schuster needs to stay in AAA and figure yeah. things out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Braves know that because they have not touched him since uh, his two just abysmal starts. Um, so, yeah, I do think Soroka um, could pitch in Texas next week against the Rangers, honestly. It would not surprise me at all. Um, but, yeah, we can move on to the Baltimore series. And uh, this was a great series. The Orioles are good now. They're very good. They fully came back from the dead after being just, like, the worst franchise in MLB for a few years. But – uh. Yeah, this was a series of the weekend, really, in baseball. The Orioles took game one, nine to four. This was Freed's start. He looked pretty good early on, and things kind of fell apart on him late. Um, they ended up taking him out with the bases loaded for Joe Jimenez, and Joe Jimenez gave up a grand slam to Anthony Santander, who had a great series. He was just always – Yeah. Yeah, he was just a Braves killer this weekend. He had a grand slam, and that made it eight to one, I think. Uh, Sean Murphy did a three-run homer to kind of give them a little bit of life, but it didn't matter. They lose nine to four. And then uh, on Saturday, Saturday and Sunday's games were just great baseball games. Um, Saturday's was a bit of a back and forth one. Uh, Strider got the start for the Braves. He was solid, didn't have his best stuff, but still went five innings pitched, two in runs and 10 strikeouts in five innings. So he's he's just kind of silly. Um, and that's one of his ass starts. Um, <laughs> uh, Rysel Iglesias made his return in this game, and he looked awesome. Two strikeouts and a one, two, three inning after Kevin Pillar. Hit a two-run go-ahead homer in the bottom of the eighth. Pinch hit for Eddie Rosario. Off the bench cold, and he ripped one into the Hank Aaron Terrace. And that was very helpful. Put the Braves up. They were down at the time. They had a guy on second. So basically would have scored him, but he just said, you know what? Just going to put us up in a very, like, majestic homer. It wasn't a cheapie. He really got into it. So, yeah, that was a pretty cool moment. What do you think about that in this game in general? Absolutely clutch. Uh, yeah. Pilar coming on. I mean, dude, this, this entire series – I don't think the Braves led by more than one run. Like they did, it was, they did not. It, it was every single, every single pitch, every single inning, everything mattered. And, and it, this Orioles team is legit, man. Um, super young, fun to watch, um, and and it just just in general, man. This this was a great series. But but in general, this game, man, Kevin Pilar, how clutch was that, dude? Like, yeah, straight off the bench, cold, and and, and just to go, just to hit a bomb man it, it, that was awesome yeah it was um, definitely one of the cooler moments of the year place was going nuts when he hit it they had the uh city connects on it was just a cool moment and um yeah pilar's good man like he's he's hit enough and he plays good defense like he's he's a really sneaky good pickup in the offseason um yeah. so yeah that was an awesome game and then game three might have been better <laughs> um like i said it was the uh 11 30 start on Peacock and NBC, um, which is just so weird. There's the only game going on. Um, but yeah, morning baseball, and it went on for a while. When a 12 inning game, very low scoring. Bryce Elder um, wasn't as sharp as he was in Miami when he went seven shutout, but he was still good in this game. 5.1 innings pitch, one earned run. He just keeps on doing it, like somehow getting away with it. He loaded the bases up once in this one, I think, had runners everywhere. He walked four guys, which is kind of um, uncharacteristic for him with his control, but he still survived and he pitched good. Um, but yeah, both pitchers pitched well. Both pitching staffs were awesome. 
This game ends up going to extras, tied a one one apiece. Olsen had a homer for the Braves one run in the first inning, and the Orioles had another one in the fourth, and it was one-to-one in the tenth. Um, the Orioles get a run from Anthony Santander, who just killed the Braves all series. Mm-hmm. And then the Braves get a run right back on a wild pitch that scored Sam Hilliard. And that was, a, that was another good Ozuna at bat to get um, Hilliard to third in that uh, in the in the extra innings. Uh, to get a long at bat, just had a ground ball to second and advanced runner. That was good. Um, then the 11th inning, nothing happened. And the uh, 12th inning, Michael Tonkin, or Michael Tonkin comes in the 11th and gets out of a jam and then pitches the 12th too. He's been really good. He's kind of flown under the radar for how good he's been. And uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. made just an absurd throw. And yeah. I don't know if it was the 11th or 12th. It doesn't really matter, but the ghost runner tried to tag up. I think it was the 12th. Um, tried to tag up from second on a fly ball to right. And he just, it was just ridiculous. Like he's got the best arm in baseball. Like, and I don't even think it's close. <laughs> like, he's so good. Like, yeah. do not, do not run on Ronnie. Um, no. I, I actually think it was in the 11th because I don't think we scored after that and yeah it might have been the 11th i can't remember exactly but anyway either way yeah, it was just amazing yeah. absolutely clutch and in extra innings because at that point you're like all right base is base is clear now they had a ghost runner on but but now all we got to do is score one and uh you know that's it i don't think we did it that inning but the next thing um you, you can go ahead and get to that but but shout out to ronnie man that that was awesome yeah, and I want to look this up real quick on his baseball savant page. He is he has the strongest arm in baseball. He is one hundredth percentile in arm strength. So uh, yeah, yeah, and he's also got a lot of other red bubbles. He's he's very good. He's the favorite to win MVP right now. So yeah, we can move on to the um bottom bottom of the twelfth. And uh, interesting decision from the Orioles. They get the first out, and that brings up Marcelo Zuna to hit with the runner on second was Ozzy. The ghost runner, and they walked Ozuna. <laughs> and uh Brandon Hyde, the Orioles man, hmm. was getting dunked on big time. Um, hmm. mostly by Braves fans for walking Ozuna. Um, I know Ozuna's been hot, and I'm sure he's he's known that he knows what Ozuna did in Miami this week. But still, in that situation, uh, Michael Harris is on deck. I would just rather have Harris. I know it was lefty um against Harris that they wanted to play the matchups, but Ozuna is still very much like a very much like a boomer bust guy. Like he's trying to hit a home run, and you kind of just would rather have a more contact oriented guy with a runner on second to win the game, like Michael Harris. And sure enough, he hits a RBI double, almost a home run to opposite field to win the game. And uh, yeah, I was I was like, oh, they're they're gonna walk Ozuna, and <laughs> I I think people like I think more Braves fans noticed kind of how crazy that was more than anything because Matt Vasquezian who was calling the game literally before Harris walked off, he said. The obvious choice to get to the lefty here, and then Harris just slams a double into the gap. So, yeah, what'd you think about that? Because um, I, I would say that was much appreciated um, from all the Braves fans out there. Yeah, I'll take it, man. Um, yeah. I, the hottest, hottest hitter on the planet, Marcelo Zuna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really interesting choice. Um, but I'm glad the hometown kid got up and uh, to walk it off for the Braves, man. It was a really cool moment. It's glad to have Michael back. Um, yeah. I know he's not. He hasn't been hitting it well, um, but you know that takes time. You know you gotta you gotta see it. Um, you know, yeah, it's it's a tough game, man. And so you know, get back in the swing of things. Really, really glad he he got that, and uh, just just a really cool moment, man. Yeah, back to back, just awesome moments from Pilar and then Harris. And I mean, Harris he missed the last game in Miami and game one against Baltimore, so really hasn't been able to get like back in the swing of things fully. And hopefully, this gets him going. 
Um, he had a good walk in this game too, in extra innings too. So he's just uh, he looks he looks better, and uh, that's mm-hmm. good to see. And yeah, just an awesome game. And then right now the Braves are about to win. Um, they're up nine to three, I think is the score. Yes, sir. Against, against Boston in the ninth inning now. So um, yeah, we're gonna assume that they win. <laughs> Famous last words. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that they win this game. So we're gonna look at the standings now, and we're gonna. <laughs> We're going to assume that they win. And um, yeah, I just wanted to bring up something about the standings because uh, a lot of Braves fans are excited, uh, rightfully so. I am too, about just how far ahead they are in the standings right now. Um, I do just need to mention right now, the Braves, they're going to be 25-11 and 11 if they hold on to win. The Mets lost to the Reds. So they are 17-19. and 19. The Braves are about to be eight games up on the Mets on April 9th, or not April 9th, May 9th. It is May 9th. And we're eight uh, games up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't don't sound the cow to this. Don't uh, declare the NL East over. Um that and obviously no one do that yet and no one should. But um just for comparison's sake, last year, so right now the Braves have the best record of the NL, and the Mets are just being bad. Last year, through 36 games, which the Braves are through right now, the the Mets had the best record of the NL, and we're seven games ahead of the Braves exactly a year ago. So um the Braves were 16 and 20. 36 games last year, another 30 or 25 and 11. So, uh, it's not over, but the Braves are in fantastic shape. I just had to, don't want to, I don't want, I'm not jinxing anything, but I just, uh, it's last year, it's kind of, it's eerily similar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, this is insane after chasing them down. Like, yeah, it took, it took all year long last year to, to chase these guys and, and yeah. just to come out like this, man, it's, this team is unreal with the injuries we've had. I mean, I you cannot compliment this team enough. I mean, I mean, we beat you in so many ways. Like we lose our starting pitching. Um, you know, we're gonna drop nine on you tonight. Like, yeah, you know, vice versa. Strider comes in, a bad day, 10 Ks, you know, getting get some pieces back in the bullpen. Like, dude, this team is so deep and and they're just gonna keep winning. Like, I, I don't see them slowing down. Um, I, this, this lead, this, this is going to get, uh, we're going to put some distance in b- between us and the Mets, man. I, I think we're just going to keep going. Yeah, I, I hope so. Um, I'm trying to pull up now. I know I, I just want to make sure this number is right. I saw it on Twitter. Here it is. It loaded. Um, as of right now, this is before, this is not counting that the Braves are going to win and the Mets have already lost. Uh, the Braves have a 91.3% chance for the division. And this is fan graphs. This is their World Series percentage number. This is absurd. This is actually like freaks me out of how high it is. And just, I feel like it's some bad <laughs> juju. 21.2 yeah. to win the World Series. <laughs> like that is ridiculous. Like for comparison's sake, the Rays who are like are about to win 30 games are only at 12. <laughs> like the Braves, yeah. everyone loves them. They're really good. And uh, yeah, I just 21% is so high. For winning the World Series, that is, and I, I mean, I'm happy about it, but good God, and 91 percent chance to win the division. That's that's always good, and I'm sure that'll be higher after tonight. Um, because they're going to be eight games up. It's crazy. It really is. They've they've done what they did last year, but f- re- reverse roles. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say this Mets team does not seem to be uh as capable to make a comeback like the Braves did last year. Because yeah. they're having their own issues. Scherzer got scratched tonight, and apparently he's hurt. 
Like they already without Edwin Diaz, their bullpen's a mess. Like they're they're just a mess. Right? They're a bigger mess than the Braves were a year ago. And uh, yeah, so it's pretty crazy. I mean, this this is like I said, the best start that they've ever gotten out to. They tied their best start, and um, yeah, they're they're crazy good. <laughs> Like yeah, really good. Like <laughs> that's all you can say. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, like they got the best run differential in the National League. It's just all around. They're they're the best team in the National League. I mean, I guess you could debate say the Rays are maybe better, but that's like the only team you can make the argument for right now. I think. Yeah, agreed. I mean, to take two out of three against Baltimore, who is legit. Like, yeah, they're, that was they're just not, a great series win. Great series win. They are not the Baltimore Orioles of the past. Um, yeah. But yeah, just 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 to wrap the week up, man. Like, winning two out of three uh, against a good Orioles team, uh, sweeping the Marlins, taking care of business. Like, couldn't ask for a better uh, couldn't ask for a better week. And then and then putting it on the the Red Sox, who have won eight in a row. Um, yeah, the Red Sox have been playing really good. Just just really really good baseball, man. Um, watch out for Yoshida. He's about to come up. Maybe in the ninth, he's got like a like a twenty two game hitting streak. Right now, there's two outs in the ninth, and it's Alex Verdugo. I don't know where he hits in the order. He hits second, right after Verdugo. Also, they, he needs Verdugo to get on. Yeah. So yeah, that's happening in live time. So well, you'll know that. You'll know that when this is out. <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, just to mention one more thing before we get out of here, we haven't talked about this guy once tonight, but Sean Murphy won NL Player of the Week again, and dog. tonight he has, he has three hits and four RBIs. <laughs> dog, absolute dog, man. AA. Genius. Who, who yeah, needs Contreras? You know, he's your he's the leader in all of baseball and war. Every player in the sport. Sean Murphy has the most war. It's pretty good. And Ronald Acuna is second, I think. He's second or third. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we could go on all day about these Braves. Um, they're really good. And uh, yeah, I think we've we've uh blazed them enough at this point. So we can get out of here. <laughs> uh, if you got any final takes, you want to get off your chest before we we head out. I do not, man. We've uh, we we we've spoken very highly of these Braves, so uh, hopefully they keep it rolling. Who do they got up next after Boston? It's actually a tough stretch. They go to Toronto and then they go to Texas. Like they actually got a tough schedule. Like it they do have off, a tough. Yeah. It started out with the Orioles, who were good. Now they're playing the Red Sox, who were good, and Blue Jays are good. The whole AL East is good. Um, but yeah, Boston, Toronto, Texas, Seattle, Dodgers, Phillies. <laughs> So, yeah, this is definitely probably yeah. the hardest stretch of the season. And Verdugo just got a base hit, so Yoshida will have a chance to Ooh. extend his streak. He just blooped one in in front of Eddie Rosario. So, yeah, we'll um we'll talk about Yoshida's streak next week, and uh, we'll wrap it up then. But, uh, yeah, if you made it this far listening, we really, really appreciate it, and we will see you in the next one.